You're listening to the Baldwin Life Podcast, episode number 13. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Ball and Life podcast. My name is Kirsten Hostetler, and I'm the Director of Marketing and Communication for the wonderful city of Ballwin. I'm joined once again with Officer Scott Stevens of the Ballwin Police Department. And today we're going to interview Tony Ewing of the Ballwin Public Works Department about an awesome event that we held this weekend. Yeah, so Tony is one of the mechanics for the city here. He does a lot of work on all of the cars and uh, various vehicles and equipment that are here in the city. And he came to us last week with uh, a program that he and his wife had set up to honor uh, soldiers, current and past, uh, and bring awareness to the fact that their uh, suicide rates are alarmingly high. And so we had a, a really nice conversation with Tony about this organization, how he and his wife got involved, and um, just kind of how the community of Baldwin stepped up behind this and really showed support to uh, Tony, his family, and also to just our men and women in uniform. And it, it was a, a really fun conversation. And one of the things that he mentioned that we didn't capture in the recording, but we talked about afterward, was how excited the organization was at how much support came out from the city of Baldwin. And we were just talking about how the city of Baldwin really is so supportive of all the efforts and all of the programs that um, the city puts on and they're just really um, aware of everything that's going on. So that's a, a kudos to the city of Baldwin and everyone who's listening to this podcast for the way that you support um, good causes like this one. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's uh, a really neat community we have here and this event just really shows that. And uh, I think during the interview, you can even hear the excitement that Tony had with uh, how much he enjoyed the fact that people really supported uh, what he was pushing out here. And just so everyone knows, that um, program is called Flags for Forgotten Soldiers, and uh, we will go into that more into the interview as well. Um, but if you want to learn more information, we would definitely encourage you to do that as well. Yep, just check out the show notes, and let's get to Tony. Well, Tony, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me here. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're excited to talk to you today. So um, before we really get into more in depth about the organization and some of the projects that you've been working on lately in the city, why don't you just give us a brief overview of who you are and what you do for the city of Baldwin? Well, my name is Tony Ewing, and I am a city mechanic. I work on all of our wonderful equipment here and our police cars and, and uh, anything that breaks in the city. That's my job to take care of it. And how long have you been here? Uh, almost five years now. Awesome. And um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your personal life, maybe your family or some other things from your present or past? Well, um, I'm married. I've been married almost 16 years. Um, my, I have uh, three wonderful children, uh, two which are in the military, one who's a senior at Baylor University. Really proud of him. Really yeah, proud of awesome. all of them. <laughs> um, like I said, I've, I've been here with this city, which is awesome to work here in Baldwin. It's, it's a great place to work. I've been here almost five years. I started off on the street maintenance crew. Um, I've had years, I had some years of uh, schooling in automotive, so I moved to the shop. Awesome. When did you move over to the shop, Tony? Oh, it's been about, I guess, two years now. Okay. That yeah. sounds about right, because I started hassling you around that time with police car <laughs> issues, I feel like. So we uh, always uh, doing the changeovers and any other uh, 
thing, especially our video systems, the mechanics uh, really love the fact that we run the wires all the way to the trunk. So anytime that they uh, something goes wrong, they have to pull everything out, don't you guys? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> it's a lot of wiring, let me tell you. I was a little intimidated at first. But <laughs> that's something I think a lot of people don't know is like how much work that you, we do in-house here on city vehicles. So why don't you talk a little bit more about that? Well, we'll go back to, we'll start with the police cars sure. again. Like you said, there's, there's cameras, there's computers, there's video, there's wiring, more wiring than anyone will really realize. We have to completely strip the cars hmm. basically down to the chassis and start completely over with wiring on it. Um, I, I've been working under Dan Chainwaller, who's, who's been here for 20 some odd years. Mm. He's my mentor with the police cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not only the police cars, I work with, you know, all the other vehicles, dump trucks, loaders, you know, we have quite a bit of equipment here just to take care of the city and, and we got to keep it going. Yeah, so that's absolutely. what I do. <laughs> well, we appreciate the work that you do yes, because we know much. you are invaluable. <laughs> Thank um, you. Well, so the main reason that we brought you in today was to talk about the event that happened this weekend um, on Saturday. So why don't yes. you give us a, an overview of what that event was and what it means to you? Well, the event uh, we did this weekend was, it's called Flags for Fallen so or for Forgotten Soldiers, I'm sorry. It's, it's very personal to me being that I have two boys that are active military and being a veteran myself, uh, it actually, I, I'm going to give most of the credit to my wife. She's, she's the one who really got all of it started. She's the one who reached out and contacted uh, people in other states about this, and, and we were sent... Uh, all the flags, all the all the equipment that we had. What they do is that there there's uh, 660 um, veterans that commit suicide every month. I don't know if people really realize that every month, which kind of breaks down to 22 soldiers and veterans a day oh. that that die by their own hands, and. When I heard that number, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm not one of those guys that know all the statistics on everything, well, except for cars. <laughs> and and, uh, and it, it, it really blew my mind when I heard that number, yeah. 660. I mean, think about that. If 660 people, you know, crashed and, and, and died in a plane crash or something like that, it, right. it'd be all over the news, mm -hmm. all over nationwide news. But you just don't hear that about the veterans. You know, you just don't hear it. It's... it's mm -hmm. And when I heard that, you know, my wife and I talked and we're like, we've got to be able to do something to help. You know, this could be one of our boys. You know, I, I do have one of my sons who actually just got back from Afghanistan, who, who has been deployed for months. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, it could have easily been him, you know. So we decided to help out and, and, and set up this display that we did this past Saturday. Uh, and we set out the 660 flags. We made the display. I asked for volunteers throughout the city, and I got an awesome turnout. I really didn't think it was going to be that cool. And, and, and everybody showed up, the police, the administration. It was just it was a lot of people, a lot of guys from the shop. I mean, we have quite a few veterans there, too. And, and it, it just it was a great, great turnout. And uh, we had media footage. You know, there was, there was uh, radio footage. You know, there was there was quite a bit of uh, information put out there, and that was our goal. So, I was really proud of that fact. 
So, yeah, the display is at the intersection of Andrews Parkway and Park Drive here in the park. Yes. And it, I drove by this morning. I was out of town this weekend, and I pulled up this morning. And, I mean, it's just beautiful. You, you pull up and you see the flags just in these meticulous lines and with the giant flag in the background on this hillside. And it, it, it is gorgeous. Yes. So thank you yes. very much for putting that together and that's awesome I, I i myself hadn't had a chance to uh, see it in the evening time we added lights and things to it and a couple people sent me photos but i thought it'd be pretty neat to look at so i'm probably going to come up this evening or something and check out the, the nighttime is there a reason <laughs> that you chose that specific location in the park yes yeah, actually our fine officers here in Baldwin uh, suggested that um, and um First, it was going to be just in the park, maybe right on the corner on the hillside, close to you know where we do the fireworks for Baldwin days and sure. things like that. But, but that was awesome when when uh, when it was pointed out, you know that location under that huge flag that I look at every single day from my shop. Uh, it was the perfect spot. It was the perfect spot. So that's why we put it there. That's great. So you had talked to me a little bit about some of the people that helped with this organization and. Uh, how the flags got here and, um, you know, some of the lighting and things like that. Can you tell us a little more about uh, the kind of the logistics of how this all works? Well, basically, it's this program was actually started by one gentleman who lost his son to suicide. And I believe he's from Cincinnati, Ohio. And um, he was just you know, he was really passionate about it and, and he, he wanted to, you know, have people understand what's really going on and, and, and how big it was, right. you know. So once my wife brought me that information, I really started digging and doing homework and researching on it. And and that wanted, you know, then I wanted to get it more involved. And, and, and uh, they sent us all those flags and it's quite a few boxes through the mail. And, um, and we brought them up here and you know, we, we set it up and it just, it, it's an awesome, awesome thing to do. You know, I'm going to try to do something like this every year, you know, from here out if I can. Yeah, that's so. great. So is it um, the same flags that go from location to location or yes. does the organization send anyone who wants flags? No, well, it's actually the same exact flags. Okay. I mean, some get broken like my big old feet when I was doing it. <laughs> sure. I, I broke one or two and <laughs> but yeah we call her back and she actually makes all these flags by hand and wow. they, and and she sends them and once I'm finished with them and I send them to the next state which I believe is going to be Maine who gets them next which is really cool I wish I could go there myself yeah. and set them up I would if I had the opportunity to but uh yes it, it's you know it's a lot of effort from you know people that you know you really don't even know but they're all out there fighting the same fight you know doing it for the same cause mm -hmm. and that's more of what makes it so awesome you know if, if if people can get a chance to come by check it out you know maybe research it you know see what it's all about you know I, I, that that that's what we're here for that's what we're putting it out there for it's it's all about awareness so the more the better you know maybe other people have family members who have gone through the same thing that you know the you know with their family suicide it's 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 you know it's all about the information and, and getting it out there so if if you know if you can call a senator a congressman you know more needs to be done for these soldiers there's my opinion there's not enough done 
You know, they, I'm sure they have little programs here and there, veteran hospitals, but there needs to be more. Then, you know, I think the best doctors should be out there for these soldiers. They sacrifice so much. Right. People have no idea. You know, it's these are people's mothers, fathers, you know, brothers, sisters, children. You know, 660 children of somebody. Right. You know that that this is happening too. So, anything we can do to help, I mean, it's it, it'd be great. You know, it's, it's all about the information and getting it out there. So the organization itself is called Flags for Forgotten Soldiers, correct? correct? So um, what would be a good place that people could go to learn more information? Do they have a website or a Facebook page? Yes, it's on. It's where I saw it. It was originally on a Facebook page. I believe it's still there on a Facebook page. If you just put in Flags for Forgotten Soldiers, you should be able to see other cities with different displays. You know, the founder, uh, it should have all the information and, and contact numbers on there. Which would be a great place for people to go if they were wanting to get more involved in the organization or, like you said, learn more, become more aware. Um, I would just encourage people to go check out those resources and really educate yourself. Correct. And we'll put a link to that in the show notes. So just go to that uh, link, and it'll take you to their Facebook page. So Awesome. Awesome. And Tony, why don't you tell us a little bit more about, if you're willing, about your experience in the military and what that meant for you and how that translates into your passion for this project now? Well... I mean, my experience in the military was awesome. I was young, and, you know, it wasn't anything like actually what my children are doing now. They've, they've, they've done so much more than I, even I did, which, you know, every parent wants. <laughs> but, you know, I was, I was a, a 13 Bravo, which is artillery in the United States Army, which is a really cool thing to do, by the way. Um, it's, it's considered the king of battle. And uh, I did my four years, and I probably would have stayed in a lot longer, but my father turned ill, and, and he eventually passed away from cancer. So I thought I felt I needed to get out and come home and help my mother take care of things. So, But uh, I never actually deployed for war. I, thank goodness, you know, I, I just missed it. I, I come in on the back end of the uh, original Desert Storm. And uh, so I I had a lot of friends who did deploy and I got to see how they came back, you know, Mm -hmm. and and the problems that they dealt with and and the issues they dealt with, you know, from being at war. And it's 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 a lot. It's a lot. They go through quite a bit and and people take so many things for granted, you know, in this country. And they don't realize, you know, what people actually sacrifice for the freedoms that we have. So. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping people really get that information and, and, and try to understand a little bit and help these soldiers. So while we're talking, about, I love listening to you talk about your sons. If you wouldn't mind giving us just a brief rundown of what they're doing, because it, it's impressive what your sons are out there doing. <laughs> Thank you. All three of Thank them. Thank you. Not yeah. just your two in the military. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, my like I said, my youngest boy, he's at Fort Benning. He's an Army Ranger. He's only been in not even two years yet, but he's he's really Really, I'm, I couldn't be more proud. He got to do all the cool stuff that I never got to do. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's at, he's at Fort Benning. And then I have my oldest son, Dylan. He's, he, he's the one who just returned from Afghanistan. He really followed in my footsteps with the artillery thing, okay. which is cool. I couldn't, we have a lot to talk about always, you know. <laughs> that's that one thing in common, you know. That's and, right. <laughs> and uh, he's actually a sergeant and also a jump master. I don't know if anyone knows what a jump master is, but 
that's one who teaches people how to jump out of perfectly good airplanes. Oh, wow. So he's, he's pretty good at what he does, and I couldn't be more proud of him, too. So, And my, my other son, Darius, he is a senior at Baylor University. He's a really smart kid. I mean, they're all smart, but this one here was smarter than I was in <laughs> high school. So I couldn't be more proud of him, too. He's, uh, he's, gra- he's about to graduate uh, with his business degree. So. The kids are just, they're, they're all doing well, and I couldn't be a more proud father. That's fantastic. No, like I said, it's it's always fun being up there at the garage. When Even when Tony's mad at me, I can get him to light up whenever we start talking about his kids. So it's, uh, I might have just given away my secret, but it'll be okay. So. But I, I just really can't thank you all. As, you know, the, the police department here in Baldwin's awesome, and uh, they, you know, you all helped so much for this. I know you all have a lot of veterans down there as well, yeah. and it was, it, it was just a great, great turnout. And I, I can't thank you all enough. Oh, no, Tony, this is all on you guys. You're, you and your wife uh, really made this happen. And I uh, know the community uh, just loves this kind of thing. And they're, they're here. Everybody's always looking for ways to support. And uh, sometimes you're looking for the person to show you the right way. So it's, it's great that you were here to help out with this. So. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And on behalf of the entire city of Ballin, I mean, I think it's appropriate for us to say thank you for your service and um, you. the sacrifices that you've made personally and that your family has made. Um, I don't think that can ever go be stated enough. So. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate that. Um, well, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you would want to tell the residents of Ballin, maybe something that you wish they knew about what it's like to be a veteran or anything else you'd like to tell people um, about your job in Ballin? floor is yours. Well, as as far as being a veteran, I mean, I'm, I, that's just something I'm really proud of. I mean, if they called me in today, I'd go, I'd go do what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got the training, and and and, and I, I love the military. The military life's a little tough. You know, it's tough on families, and you got to be a tough family to make it through it. But <laughs> it's it's something I really enjoyed. It was a it was a life altering experience when I did go through the military. Um, I don't know, it's, and and just being here, I actually. Being a veteran helped me pursue quite a few few jobs. It helped me get quite a few jobs, and I'm very thankful for that. And people, if 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 you're a boss and you see a veteran out there that needs a job, please hire them. They're mm-hmm. they're well trained. They listen and they do what they're told. <laughs> <laughs> but that's 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 basically it. I mean, uh, and and again, I just you know what my boys have done and 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 sacrificed over these years here i just you know i'm just so proud of them that's great well thank you for taking the time to share with us today and to sit down and talk a little bit more about that event um do you have anything else you want to add scott nothing else just thanks a lot and we'll see as you keep rolling the cars out or we keep breaking them (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you and stay ball and strong Well, that brings us to the end of the interview with Tony. And once again, we just want to say a big thank you to him and his family, um, the sacrifices that they have made for this country, as well as a big thank you to all veterans everywhere. Um, The city of Baldwin is very supportive of veterans. We have a lot of veterans on our staff in all departments, and we just want to say a big thank you to them and the way that they have served um, this nation. And we also want to make sure that you guys get plugged in with this organization called Flags for Forgotten Soldiers. So please head to the show notes for this episode. You can find those at www.balwin.mo.us forward slash podcast. We'll make sure to give you some more information about that organization and the great work that they're doing to bring awareness to the, um, the suicide rate for veterans. 
veterans. Um, it's a really important topic that we need to be more aware of and um, hopefully prevent in the future. So once again, thanks for listening to this episode. And until next time, continue to enjoy the ball in life. 